Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to Unscripted from my studios in Old Hilliard. And a very special day today, and we're going to unpack this a little bit as we go, but uh, I have have a very special guest with me today. He is a pastor, author, speaker, athlete, coach, husband, father, and now my friend. Uh, So, Aaron, why don't you introduce yourself, and we'll go from there. Well, first, we shared first name, so that's a great thing. But, uh, man, that's a pretty good introduction. That's that's who I am, you know, carry a lot of hats like everyone does, wear a lot of hats, carry a lot of roles, and... uh, just privileged, man, to spend a few minutes chatting with you. It's very cool because what, and this happens often, uh, which is an honor to me that, that people will reach out and say, Hey, you have to interview this friend of mine, which is what the whole platform's about. So it was, you know, very cool when our friend Pat uh, reached out to me, but uh, we're coming on today to talk about your newest book and, and you actually have three books. I want to make sure I get them right. Don't miss your life, which is coming out soon. You have another book called Outrageous and another one called To Who. Is that correct? You got it. That, uh, that right. first title, that To Who is my first book. And it's it's very grammatically grading to some people because I, <laughs> I acknowledge that it's grammatically incorrect. And that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So let's start with that one. We'll work our way up. Let's start with To Who. What, what made you write that book? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I was a professional soccer player once upon a time. I uh, got to fulfill my my childhood dream. You know, they say that less than 1% of 1% of uh, kids growing up in America become professional athletes. So I feel blessed that I got to live that life, played professional soccer in uh, the top leagues around the world for 13 seasons and then transitioned into coaching. And that, that first book really grew out of my experience in soccer. There was this uh, team we used to play in uh, who had this fan who, you know, I think everybody uh, that's ever been to a sporting event knows that guy <laughs> that yeah, sits right, in the center right. of the stadium and he's the one or she's the one that's always yelling and always kind of like making fun of the other team. But this particular fan had this one chant. Anytime our team had the ball and we'd make a bad pass or we'd shoot and we'd miss the goal, he, he was a big man and he wore a sombrero. And he'd always <laughs> put his big, fat, meaty hands around his mouth. And anytime we made a bad pass, he would yell, <laughs> And it was really annoying because, for starters, it's not grammatically correct. Right, <laughs> not that right. I majored in English, but I at least know that much. And so right. it's kind of like nails on the chalkboard because he's making fun of you, too. You know, it's like, well, to who are you passing? Because it wasn't a right. very good pass. <laughs> you know, where are you shooting the ball? Because you missed the goal. And so anyway, yeah. long story short, I'll make a, a long book short. Uh, you know, one day we were flying back from the game and a teammate of mine said, you know, that fan like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I've been thinking about his question. I'm like, yeah, to who? And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so we started talking about this idea that maybe that fan is kind of like God. And God mm-hmm. gives us talent and ability, and, but he doesn't make us use it. We get to choose how we spend our lives. We get to choose how we use the talent and gifts and time that God has given us. So maybe that fan is like God and God sits on the sideline of our life and he would yell out to us, 
to whom whom. are you living? (laughs) That's right. I love it. I love it. And that's available. All these are going to be available probably in the same place. Where could we we find that book? You know, everywhere books are sold. uh, You know, you could go to my website, AaronTreadway.com, but Amazon and Barnes and Noble, et cetera. And Treadway is T-R-E-D-W-A-Y, just so everybody has to spell it Because a lot of people get it wrong for some reason. They stick an A in there, but you got it, T-R-E-D-W-A-Y. There you go. All right, so moving forward to Outrageous. What was Outrageous about? Yeah, it's uh, the, the, the simple idea was that I really believe that, you know, when we have small amounts of faith, you can see extraordinary mm-hmm. things happen. And some of the, the weirdest things have happened to me, <laughs> uh, things that maybe some people don't want to, to happen. But uh, that was really a book of, of stories, uh, 25 kind of different experiences I've had where, you know, it wasn't that I was exercising this profound faith, uh, but I put myself out there, you know, and I think a lot of a lot of life is just saying yes. Uh, but mm-hmm. it feels like, uh, especially the older I get, it's easier and easier to say no to stuff. Right. You know, do you want right. to do this? Do you want to go there? Well, that's too dangerous. And this is, you know, I'm not sure about, I don't have time for this. And I kind of just got into this posture where I try to say yes to stuff. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what this book is about. Like what happens when you start to say yes in your life and you exercise a little bit of faith uh, in relationship to that yes. So it's kind of like Yes Man, the Jim Carrey movie. Not quite. <laughs> sort of. Uh, have you seen that movie Yes Day? My my no. my, kid, my kid loves that. It's a it's a movie on Netflix that came out. Jennifer Garner and a few other famous people recently, actually during COVID. And uh, the whole premise of the movie is that there's a 24 hour period where mom and dad can't say no to any question or any request that the kids make. <laughs> So the kids nice. designed this whole day, <laughs> and perfect. my kid loves that idea. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Have you put it into practice with your kid yet? <laughs> we, I, I actually, uh, I think that's the somewhat of the premise of unscripted. Is I really want to encourage people to live life unscripted. We try to. I think we we have the script for ourselves, but it's when we kind of go outside the lines a little bit and say yes to opportunities that we really live our fullest life. Yeah. You know, what I mean, we can we can live a day to day and do the same things. Mm-hmm rinse and repeat. But I think, you know, so that's what I encourage people to. So I love that concept. That's awesome. Yeah. And that brings us, go ahead, sir. I was going to just say, you know, I don't know where your audience is at with, you know, things of faith and, you know, I respect Mm -hmm. that, but uh, I love this thing that Jesus says that he came to, to bring life and life in abundance. And that's kind of what I'm about. Like, I don't want to just kind of make it by, you know, I don't want, I right. want to experience the fullness of what might be available to me. Um, and that doesn't always mean like flying on private jets and, you know, champagne and caviar. Right. It's, it's sometimes right. the simplest things, but it's just kind of being fully alive in those, you know, daily kind of like even washing the dishes or hanging out with the kids, just being, you know, owning and feeling alive in those things. I want that car um, to just like pull into the final parking spot with like smoke coming out of the the engine the you know the mirrors are hanging off it's scratched up. <laughs> i want i want I that thing that i want every light on the hard, dash on <laughs> that's right <laughs> i, I want to drive that line. car 
<laughs> that's that's the only way to go. It really is. Uh, so, all right. So that brings us to Don't Miss Your Life. And I want to set this up. Um, again, our friend Pat introduced you and I today. This is the first time we've ever met. Um, Pat called and, like I said, uh, other people have and just said, hey, I have this amazing friend you have to interview. You're going to love him. He'll be great for your audience. Okay, awesome. Love it. The more he told me about you, the more I was like, absolutely, let's do that. Um, and then I guess it was, ooh, I don't know, two, three weeks after uh, cause this has been scheduled for a while. Um, it was two or three weeks after he scheduled that, you know, Pat received some tough news and, uh, uh, tough news has gotten a little bit better. It, that could have been even worse news as you and I were talking about. So, uh, Pat received a cancer diagnosis and, um, that's after this all was set up. And so it's very weird. I have chills as I'm saying it because, uh, the title of your book again is don't miss your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know you've been close to Pat, um, you know, since he's received his diagnosis, can you talk a little bit about, first of all, the book, but I think it does dovetail a little bit into Pat's story and where he's at right now. Yeah. Thanks for that. You know, I've been praying for Pat and his family and nobody wants to get that call, right? you know, and, and nobody expects that they are going to get that call. And Pat did get that. Um, but you know, what I love, you know, for him is that he has uh, a faith and a hope um, that, you know, there is someone that's, you know, in control and, and it's that faith that I know he's clinging to right now. But, you know, Pat's a good friend of mine. We've known each other for several years and, uh, I happen to be his pastor, but that, that doesn't mean much of anything, (laughs) you know, we're we're just buddies, you know, like, like anybody, but we, we spent a lot of time talking about just like, how do we live life well? You know, like, how do we make the most of our lives? And and pretty early on, when I started to think about this idea of of not missing your life, don't miss your life. Um, You know, I'm a guy I kind of shared that, uh, you know, for me, my journey was in professional sports. And Mm -hmm. and some people might say, man, I would have loved to do that. Others might say, I'm glad I never did that. But, uh, you know, for me, that was my dream. Uh, when I was five years old, my dad, he came home from work one day. He was a physical therapist and uh, he had the, these pads. He put them on my shins. He had these socks that went up to like my thigh and I've got all the gear on. And he says, we're going to play a game I've never heard of. It was soccer. We go out wow. to this field and, uh, you know, I, I see all these kids kind of running, screaming, kicking each other. And I look up at my dad, who, you know, is a giant then, but uh, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to be a soccer player, age five. Like, I kind of feel like I locked into my my purpose in some respects. Mm -hmm. Um, But but for for the next 20 some odd years, I kind of thought that that purpose was just about me, (laughs) you know, and. And the success I could have in and through soccer and the money I could make and the fans and whatever comes along with that, that pursuit. And when I got to kind of experience some of those things, I started to think, is there anything more? You yeah. know, and, and I, I think that probably for most of us, we do have a moment like that where we get something we really want. And then we start to wonder or think, could it be that there's something else? Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. And it's interesting how, and I could be wrong, but based on what we've talked about, your first book was to who? So you're kind of finding out who, do, who am I living for? Like what, and maybe I'm wrong, 
correct me if I am, but it seems like maybe that's part of it is like to who am I, who am I living for? What is my life? What, what am I living it for? Then you move to outrageous and you're encouraging people to live outside of, you know, the normal, uh, it sounds like, and now you're defining even more, Hey, don't miss your life. And you're, so you're tying them all together. It almost feels like they all go together in that. And of course, everything is wrapped in your faith. And, and, you know, if, if people are people of faith, don't miss your life. Like, don't, don't, I think we do, as you said, no one wants to get that phone call. No one wants to have that accident. No one wants, you know, our lives, we just learned over the last two years that we are, we don't have control of anything. (laughs) I mean, really, we really don't. It, it is so fleeting to think that we control things. And, um, you know, that's why we, that's why we shouldn't miss our life because, tomorrow we could have another lockdown or something who knows like you know what i mean and all of a sudden all of our plates were cleared <laughs> you know we had all these plans and all these things uh i don't know i think that's just is that somewhat correct in how those three books kind of go together and how that journey is yeah i think uh, you're you're you got it <laughs> um, <laughs> you know I, I heard this great quote one time someone said um our greatest fear should not be of failure but of overwhelming success at things that don't really matter Absolutely. And Absolutely. that just always resonated with me. Um, you know, I, I experienced some su- success pretty early in my life. And, and don't get me wrong. I think that we should pursue excellence and right. we should pursue success to a degree. Um, but the premise of this book is, is all about what if we changed our greatest pursuit from success to significance? And, and how would that that subtle shift in in um, in pursuit change the way we go about life and the way we live and the things that we experience as a result? Hey, everyone. My name is Cami Prannell, and I'm the executive director for My Unscripted. We hope you are enjoying today's interview. My Unscripted is dedicated to helping others find their voice, passion, and follow their dreams. Our team can help create websites, apps. YouTube channels, podcasts, media, and social content. Whatever your passion and vision, we can help. Our good friend Manny Ahomi of Samaritan's Feet once said, make sure your dreams and goals are big enough to create room for others to join you. We've created room for you to join us too. Find out more at myunscripted.com. Now let's join Aaron for the second half of today's interview. I watched the sermon. I do stalk my my upcoming guest just so <laughs> people I don't know I do stalk a little bit so I watched the sermon that was on your site um and you were it was the sermon was titled don't miss your life and um early on in the the sermon you mentioned the thief and I thought that was a really powerful way to set up um what you were speaking on can you speak a little bit about the thief because I think that's so important for people to realize it's interesting that you bring that up and thanks for stalking me a little bit that's a good thing <laughs> It's creepy, isn't it? I had a stalker in college, but we won't go there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I guarantee it wasn't you. Um, I'm get a phone call after this. <laughs> I'm going to call the, uh, the the campus security here. But uh, that's right. Now, um, you know, I, I opened the the, the show kind of talking. To, I don't know if I reference it, but John ten ten uh, mm-hmm. that that verse where Jesus says, "I came to bring life in abundance." Well, what I didn't share is on the front side of that verse. Um, Jesus says, the thief comes only to rob, steal, kill, and destroy. And then he transitions, but I, Jesus, have come to bring life and life in abundance. 
And so, you know, that's something I've, I've thought a lot about that, you know, there, we don't like to think about it, but there is an enemy. There are things out there that want to keep us from living, you know, so to speak, our best life, uh, life right. to the full, life in abundance. I love one translation of that verse. It says, a life overflowing. Yeah. That's what I want in my life. Like I just want to, you know, every day in my, my journal, I, I try to have a habit of journaling for five or 10 minutes a day. I write at the bottom, be joyful. I just want to overflow flow yeah. with joy as I go throughout my days. Cause you know, we've gone through a period of time where joy was a commodity, man. And it's, you know, you got to fight for, right. for those type of characteristics and qualities. So yeah, there, there is a thief, you know, that comes to rob, still kill and destroy. Uh, but the hope of that passage is that Jesus came to bring life. Yeah, absolutely. Man, this has just been a, this has been wonderful for me. Uh, it's just encouraging um, to hear and see your joy. As you said, you don't just write it in your journal. I think you truly live it uh, in the short time we've spent together. But um, a few things, uh, let's, let's do some particulars at the end. But when we speak about Pat, just to kind of go back to that, I know you've had conversations with him and his journey uh, has been probably much like anyone with really any medical diagnosis that's that's um, difficult. Um, there was unknowns. And then there was, so I think, you know, he was looking at a uh, a variety of different things. And thank God that uh, the, the worst of those, it does not appear, are going to be where he will be in this journey. Um, you know, but he is still going to be in the journey. And I think you shared some conversation with him that you mentioned to me. So, uh, can you, yeah, I think he's, he has said, you know, there's some perspective being gained there for all of us. And Pat is a, an amazing man of God. Uh, he is an amazing believer, but even then for all, even, you know, none of us are guaranteed be, just because of our faith that we're not going to go through the difficulties. And so can you speak to that? I know you've, you've had some conversation with Pat. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you said, we, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. And, Again, nobody wants to get that phone call. Um, and, and it's interesting because, you know, Pat's a good friend of mine. And uh, what we haven't shared is Patrick is this ultra successful, you know, Incredibly. He's, whatever he's pursued, he's kind of crushed it. You yeah. know, he's, uh, you know, got this amazing digital marketing firm and, you know, it's kind of like this national thing. And, um, and that's great, man. And, you know, when I kind of walk a journey with people, like I'm encouraging people to run hard after mm -hmm. those type of pursuits, but just keep them in perspective, right. right? Like, you know, like what is it that creates a life of significance that even maybe lives beyond just the kind of winds of success of today, you know, like, cause you know, money can only buy you certain things. Right. Um, and, and what I've found is it, it really can't buy joy. You know, again, mm -hmm. it might buy happiness. That's like for a, a short time, but joy is this constant state um, yeah. And that's really what I want to tap into. And so with Pat, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about like, well, how do we leverage not just, um, you know, uh, have some success, but how do we leverage our lives so that they are significant so that yeah. that that our legacy lives on even after our days here on Earth are gone? Uh, yeah. We get, you know, 70, 80, 100 years on earth. And the Bible says we get an eternity somewhere else. And I once saw this illustration. I'll just use this pen. But like okay. the, the, the author of this illustration was talking about how if you look at this, the tip of this pen, 
this is kind of like the timeline of, of our life, you know, like from the start to the beginning. But like actually in a biblical sense, life goes on forever, like the pen never right. ends. And yet right. for some right. reason, uh, and this is kind of like this tip is like life on earth. And that's all we focus on. Like we just yeah. we spend all our time just like, you know, planning and preparing and, you know, thinking about just the little tip of the pen when we got all the rest of eternity to come. Uh, yeah. And so I want to live my, you know, my best days now, but also with eternity in my purview. Um, and yeah. I think that's what Pat and I and, you know, you get a call like that and you start to go through some things like he's going through right now. And it does start to put that into perspective. He's got young kids, like maybe some of your listeners have, like I have. Um, You know, how do we make the most with the days that we have with our kids? Uh, I've got this jar that our youth pastor gave me one time, and it sits at my house. And I don't actually do this every day, but he's like, take a marble out every day because that, you know, you only got 18 years, 365 days times 18. And that's what you got with these kids to invest yeah. in them and, you know, shape them and, you know, enjoy them. Um, yeah. and, and sometimes you're just trying to like make it through. And that's right. kind of what I'm uh, trying to remind myself of a daily basis. Cause I'm just like everybody else, man. I got bills mm. to pay. I got, you know, meetings to attend and podcasts to be on and, right. <laughs> you know, and so a lot of days I wake up and I'm just like, well, I hope I make it through the day. Um, yeah. But I try to kind of, set my gaze upon something greater in the morning and live in the wake of that throughout the day. Wow, man. Now I know why Pat wanted you to come on. <laughs> I knew, I, uh, I knew that watching and like I said, stalking a little bit, but, uh, this has been very inspirational. Um, and, uh, if, if anyone's listening, please continue to pray for our friend, our friend, Pat. Um, just please keep him in your prayers. Um, We'll just let, you know, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Just uh, continue to pray for Pat. He's a great man and he does have a family. And, uh, um, yeah, we're just going to continue to just cover him in prayer. And I, t- I always tell him I'm, I'm just going to approach the throne with, with confidence. Um, I think is what the scripture actually tells yeah. us. So, um, you know, not just to feebly pray. I, I want to go with confidence that, uh, God's going to continue to do some amazing things in yeah. his life. So, yeah. um, all right, let's talk particulars. The book, it comes out October? October 4th is the launch date. You know, book writing is funny, and I've written a few, but, you know, uh, you, you finish the book long before it ever comes out. So it's like this long runway, but super excited uh, to see this thing hit the stands. And, you know, I never grew up thinking I would write books, but it's mm-hmm. funny to walk into places like Barnes & Noble where the book will be or see it up on Amazon and but it's really, you know, like for me, I'm, I'm not motivated um, by my own. I don't write books to make money or, you know, right. I hope that the message will resonate with people that hopefully it's a it's a practical guide. Like how do, I called the, 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 the book, the subtitle is The Secret to Significance. Mm. Like, I don't want to just kind of like philosophize about significance. Let me give you some tangible hooks. Let me give yeah. you some practical steps. You want to live for significance that's greater than success? I'm going to give you three ways to really pursue that type of life. I love it. I love it. And and you know what? There couldn't be a better time than now. 
because I think, you know, the world around us uh, is ever changing. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think for most of all, all of our lives over our parents' lives that everybody thought the end was coming soon. You know, <laughs> it's, and we've even had dates on the calendars when people thought it was going to happen. But um, I do believe we're seeing signs and, and things that are happening. I'm not here to scare everybody, but I am saying I think we are seeing the signs. Uh, scripture called them the birth pains. Um, you know, I think that's what's, what it says. And I, I do think our world is evolving very quickly and things that at one point, I, I know growing up, I would always think it'll never happen. I'll, I'd see that one coming, you know, but, but as you watch the world evolve, uh, yeah, it's kind of happening, you know, and you're like, Oh, I guess, I guess it could happen. You know, it's just, I don't know. Anyway, that's a whole nother probably podcast, but uh, yeah, we're not, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Uh, so let's, let's, uh, let's take this opportunity and thank you for the book. I think it's a, such a time as this, a perfect time for people to really maybe do some inventory and um, don't miss their life. So best way you said you can, can they pre-order now? Aaron, I lost you. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll follow. Uh, can they pre-order the book now? Yeah, man. I, I love that. Uh, you know, amazon.com, you know, anywhere books are sold, but Amazon seems to be a preferred <laughs> locations. Um, okay. Yeah. And, the, and everything I think is at your website. Is that correct? Yep. AaronTreadway.com. Two A's, double A's, A-A-Ron. How, how often are you called A-A-Ron? A-A-Ron. Yep. You got it. <laughs> you get it all the time. I get it all the time. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. We're two Aaron's here. So, uh, yep. It's, uh, that's a common, uh, that's a common one. It's funny right. because every time somebody says it, they say it to you like it's the first time you've heard it. Every time. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Good one. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Great. Why don't you send me the meme? I've never seen it before. That's yeah. hilarious. Or the video. Exactly. <laughs> I guess only two errands could know how funny that is. No. Everybody else is probably rolling their eyes. Yeah. But no. Because <laughs> they're thinking about saying it to us. But that's fine. That's right. <laughs> I'll probably have to squeeze it in this episode somewhere, but man, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for, I know you are busy, like you said, and, and, uh, thank you for taking the time. Thanks for loving Pat and, uh, being his pastor. Uh, last thing, where do you, uh, where do you, um, where are you a pastor? Yeah. What is the name of the church? It's called Fellowship City Church. It's here in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Let's go. Uh, I'm not a native of Cleveland, but I've grown to just have a heart and love this city. And, and more importantly, I just love the people of, of Cleveland. So, we're a multi-site church. Uh, our vision is to reach the east side of this city, not because we don't love the west side, but we, we're we on the east side and, and, and really want to have a global impact as well. So that's a little bit about us. Well, and I don't know if Pat told you, but I'm a Clevelander. I'm a native Clevelander, and I still, we live in Columbus, Ohio, but I love Cleveland, and I'd move back in a minute, but nobody else in my family would come with me. I, so. I lost you again for a second, but uh, you lived in Cleveland? I did. I grew up in Bedford. So oh. yeah, minister to Bedford, you know, uh, hopefully people from Bedford are connecting with the church. There. <laughs> we, uh, in our strategy, we're thinking about planting, uh, in that direction, maybe kind of Macedonia way, but real close to Bedford. Yeah, there you go. Well, the two one six always has a place in my heart and, uh, thank you for ministering that. Where, where, where can they find the church itself? <laughs> Uh, right now we're in Chagrin Falls, Ohio, uh, which is about 30 minutes east of, of downtown. And, uh, and we're also in Orange. Uh, so two sites right now. And I uh, kind of believe that uh, 
pursuing a vision to have about five sites here in the next few years um, here on the east side of Cleveland. Awesome. All right. I've taken a ton of your time. Thank you for everything. The three books, To Who, Outrageous, and the newest one, Don't Miss Your Life, which is available in October. You can get the other two books now. You can pre-order on Amazon for an October launch. And uh, and the website, one last time, is Aaron Treadway with no A, T-R-E-D-W-A-Y. <laughs> Thank you, A.A. Ron. I appreciate A-A-Ron. your time. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.